Welcome to this week's episode of the Nerd Chatter Podcast, where two nerds sit down and chit-chat about nerd news that we find throughout the week. I'm joined by my good buddy, Lucas. What up, man? How's it going, man? Chilling, chilling. Not too bad. I'm actually feeling a little bit better this week, so we can talk about some stuff. And we did have a busy, busy week this week, didn't we? Yeah. A lot. It's a little interesting. <laughs> There's some, some developments, some interesting developments that have taken place in the, in the nerd world, for sure, but... Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we'll just chug along. I mean, we're going to have to try to keep it pretty contained because we have a decent amount of like juicy stories here that we could actually talk about, but we'll have to burn through some of them. But, uh, as always, I typically go through like free and heavily discounted games that you get throughout, you know, uh, the week. But, uh, this week, instead of Epic doing their one game a week, they're doing a free game every day. Uh, so, you know, mentioning any, any games right now would be kind of futile because they'll just be different tomorrow. So uh, my recommendation is head on over to the Epic Game Store every single day and check out what they're giving you. A um, number of the releases that I've seen that they're giving away for free are like rehashes from throughout the year. So, you know, me personally, I've already had them in my library, but, you know, you probably come across a couple uh, that you don't have. So uh, definitely check that out. Um I know we're going to be doing some some work around. This is, I believe, the final episode of season one. Uh, we may do like a Christmas recording or some other extra recording to squeeze in there before the end of the year. But, you know, it kind of looks like Christmas Eve is going to fall on a recording day and then New Year's Eve is going to fall on a recording day. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> don't know about like dedicating that, you know. Um, I do know that for season two, you and I discussed that we're going to be doing some some reworking. Um introducing some other aspects of your typical like podcasts like background music intro we're going to kind of reorganize some of the segments uh kind of approach things differently so doing things as normal this week but the next show or at least the show after that is, is going to be a little bit different and we're going to kind of adapt for season two and see where that goes what do we start with <laughs> what do we, let's the start with biggest juiciest story going on right now that mm -hmm. i am barely dipping my toes into the death of the Snyderverse. Beautiful. I love this, those words. <laughs> those words coming out of my mouth. Beautiful thing. Um, so this last week, James Gunn he made some announcements on Twitter regarding the future of the DC slate. Um, he had previously mentioned that they'd have uh, they'd have the lineup for the films planned out by the beginning of the new year. And he did announce that they're pretty much done Everything is kind of set out and laid out uh, and that he would release more information at the beginning of the year, like he had previously uh, promised. Um, but the biggest news was that squeezing it in there just to kind of temper expectations, uh, they're going to be wiping Superman. So no more Henry Cavill, Superman. James Gunn's going to be uh, writing uh, a script for a new Superman reboot featuring a younger Superman, um, Smallville era. You know, where gonna, I mean, the, the fallout from that was, it was insane, but beautiful at the same time, because I mean, these, these people are, are fucking insane and we're, we'll go over some examples of that insanity here in this little segment. But, uh, what did you think about the whole news regarding that? I mean, are you even into the whole DC aspect of this? No, I haven't. You know, like I said, it was pretty much barely dipping my toes into this. So it's like, uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. I yeah. mean, you can't always keep the same actor for the entire series. So if you're going to do a reboot and you're going to go younger Superman, 
you what are you going to use the de-aging tool and just keep using that until you beat it to death yeah i mean with with this whole thing too it's not just you know keep the same actor what it is is that the the ultimate goal for the snyder verse and what has been known as the snyder cult online um, is the incessant need to have Zack snyder involved with anything and everything dc uh, he is to them intended to be the person in charge there is nobody higher uh, even the ceo of wb should bow at his at his in his presence you know um simply because i have no idea um you know when when 300 came out it was pretty solid it was it was well received i was a decent watchman fan um the creator of watchman is like against any type of representation of his work he just thinks it's all trash uh, never watches it, but he just calls it trash, which I appreciate. <laughs> I just like that. Um, you know, he's willing to sell out, but at the same time, he doesn't like it. But uh, supposedly, Zack Snyder didn't do a good job in, in representing that. I, I beg to differ. I think it was pretty good. Um, and and Marvel, Marvel movies feel like comic books. They feel like you're getting something similar every week, but there's an mm -hmm. ongoing story. Uh, they're all held true to a certain pattern and style. Um, and you can, it's like, you know, watching, watching Iron Man two is like opening up a comic book and just reading that, that comic book real quick. You know, that's the intention. It was built like that. The Snyderverse, however, um, after he made Watchmen and it did decent, um, they're like, okay, so you're the guy that's going to make all the DC films <laughs> because, uh, Christopher Nolan had pumped out dark Knight and dark Knight rises or whatever. Um, and those movies were solid, undisputable that those movies were solid right like yeah i remember i remember dropping you off when we went to go see the dark knight that was the night i hit like 145 coming from west covina back home <laughs> <laughs> there was nobody on the freeway it was like 3 30 in the morning but i was like damn let's see how fast this mustang can go uh, the answer was 145 miles an hour but, um i remember that i remember the whole the whole hype behind it the appreciation for those films and stuff but you know, he wasn't. He's an artur. He wasn't going to make more. He was just telling these these small stories in a three part trilogy that he was going to be done with after that. So they had to scramble to find somebody that had a style that they could latch onto. Right. And it's like if you had a, a DCEU built around the Christopher Nolan style, then you'd have something more cohesive, a more realistic, but at the same time somewhat respectful of the of the of the, the the source material and stuff like that but um no they went with Zack snyder and i don't know where these people come from like i don't know like where what convinced them that this dude is like the greatest director on the, the planet. holy grail of everything um there are some there is some cgi in justice league that hurts my brain how bad it looks like <laughs> terrible terrible like there's a scene where Aquaman falls out of the sky, crashes through the top of a building, and surfs his way out the front door while the building collapses behind him. And he doesn't have like a shred of debris on him whatsoever. His hair is like barely moving. And he just like flicks his hair to the side to like, you know, show how badass he is. I was like, that looks so fucking bad. Like, why do they think that looks cool? You know, like it just the whole thing looks cheap and and just it's the superhero effect that's why i mean you know it's like you you see iron man collapsing a building and shit and he comes out scratched up and fucked up you know like yeah like half a helmet missing and yeah shit. there's there's a there's a, a there's a method to that madness and it's 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 utilized 
uh dc was just like you know we're just gonna give this to this guy and just let him let him go crazy this whole like snyder cult just started expanding the more the movies came out and the more people hated them because they looked cheap and ugly the more they rallied behind it and like you know and and got a, a sense of ownership uh, that's where james gunn comes in james gunn got got laid off from disney because some edgy tweets from 10 15 years ago resurfaced for the 18th time and they're you know they're using it uh you know to try to get him canceled so he goes to dc where people don't give a shit and he makes you know uh the suicide squad which i don't mm -hmm. know if you ever saw the suicide squad uh not suicide squad from i forget like years ago it's the new one that just came out made by james gunn and that's the one with idris alba have you seen that one mm, no uh, that one I would probably recommend just because it, it it's a James Gunn film. You know what I mean? It has it has a style to it. It's it's written. You know, the characters are fleshed out. There's there's funny moments. You know, there's decent action. Um, so you have you know you have him being involved with DC. He goes back, makes the holiday special and Guardians of the Galaxy three, which they're pushing out right now. Um, and that's how he got exposure to be then brought in as the lead of, of DC because he has experience working with an incredibly popular and successful uh, set of films with the guardians, which nobody gave a shit about prior to him even getting his hands on. Uh, and then you have him making, you know, a DC film and being able to introduce some humor into that like whole, you know, shebang over there. So the issue with that is that, you know, Zack Snyder's best buddy, you know, James Gunn is, is, turning on him you know it's a it's an act of of, of aggression and war you know this, it's time for fucking war to these people uh, and this is the whole restore the snyderverse so i'm gonna bring it up hashtag restore and you could do this yourself anytime during the day hashtag restore the snyderverse in the search bar of twitter um and then you just got people just saying bullshit um there's a post on here just just minutes ago seven minutes ago uh constantly at wbd warner brothers discovery at warner brothers pictures so they're tagging them specifically they also do this to james gunn specifically too and this person says i don't know how you have allowed this it's outrageous how you ignore the fans we matter because we are the ones who move this industry and a bunch of pictures of of all these snyder characters and shit um and it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? There's so many people that want this just to be rebooted and, and just start over again, you know, have some type of continuity and, and flow to it. Uh, then you got people be like, I just, this is the best way to move forward. You have to usher in a new era gently. Being radical and rushing helps no one. Do these characters real justice? Restore the Snyderverse. Bring back Zack Snyder. And it's like, you know how serious this is when you just type in hashtag restore and it's, it just automatically <laughs> is the first selection. And then you got two variants, one with like a goat on it. I don't know. Um, then this person has a slate, DCU slate. 2024 Wonder Woman 3 and Ben Affleck's movie should be made, Batman. 2025 man of steel 2 and justice league 2 zack snyder's justice league 2 then in 2026 zack snyder's justice league 3 the finale then you then you can reboot why not just do that because it's a billion and a half dollars you fucking bimbo like what's wrong with you bro like did you understand that these these cost money right so you're making a choice you're making a choice as to whether or not you know you're going to double down on something that is progressively failing more and more uh, or are you going to reboot 
with a new style, new class of, of, of characters and, and, and actors and give it a shot and try to make something that can actually compare to the MCU. And you start mentioning MCU and they start getting all fucking crazy because the DC is not MCU. If it wasn't, they wouldn't try so fucking hard to be the MCU. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, here's somebody with a picture, uh, Jesus, but his face is X matter. Uh, this person says the one true Messiah that can save DC and rise it back from its ashes and redeem us from the, from our damnation hashtag restore the Snyderverse hashtag bring back Zack Snyder hashtag boycott WB hashtag fire James Gunn. Uh, this one says, um, I shouldn't express myself this way cause I'm 41, but God, please. We are all looking forward to James Gunn's death. And for that hateful bastard to go right to hell. Hashtag fire James Gunn. Hashtag Henry Cavill Superman. Blah, 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 blah. Um, this is a dark, dark rabbit hole. That's what it is. This is... And this, this is, is this is grown adults wishing death upon a guy that's just making movies. <laughs> like, you weren't exposed to this. Like, me, no. I've been exposed to it because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm into these films and, and, you know, the culture behind them and stuff like that. And always have. You know that. Yeah. Um, we went to the midnight premieres for both DC films and Marvel films indiscriminately <laughs> without hey, any concern about yeah, fandoms. I just or wanted to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch a good movie. I want to see what they're doing. I want to see the advancements in, in this, in this industry. Yeah. Um, but these people are literally wishing death on somebody who hasn't even made a DC film for this new DC universe that they're making. And it's not even like, let alone wishing death. It's like, if they could, they would. Yeah. Like, like literally sending death threats to this guy. And it's like, this guy's probably waking up on Twitter. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he muted his, his, because <laughs> before he was responding like crazy. But once he made that announcement, it's, it seems like he just took a rest because he knew insane, like insane, crazy bullshit. Um, so me personally, I've been like just praying for a hard reboot. Uh, and that kind of seems like what happened. Um, like I said, they're going to go with a new actor. They're going to focus on the younger years. So you're going to have a lot of Smallville activity. Him as a younger kid, learning his abilities, uh, probably going through high school a little bit, getting a little bit of like that whole thing. Maybe a little bit of like, you know, Spider-Man esque type high school slash, you know, um, shenanigans type of type of thing. I mean, I'm, I'm personally, you know, I was a huge Smallville fan mentioned that in previous Mm -hmm. shows. Um, so I'm always down for them to go back to that type of, of, of setting. Um, I'm sure it's going to go right into like Metropolis and him, him working for the, uh, I was going to say the bugle, but the daily planet, um, you know, and being Superman, you know, and, and working alongside these, these other characters to actually do things that Superman would normally do, you know, be a reporter for fuck's sake. Um, However, you would think that, that this would be like the end of it, you know, and then just announcing that the Superman and Wonder Woman cameos have been removed from the Flash film. Um, that was the Hollywood Reporter said that, so fairly credible, but uh, they're pulling all these references to the Snyderverse. And I'm sure if he had access to Black Black Adam, they would have yanked that too. Um, but, you know, you have Henry Cavill that came out and be like, yeah, I'm done. That's it. You know, he just quit The Witcher, so it kind of sucks, but... Uh, you know, there's some news regarding him that we'll get to in a second, but, uh, it is the nails. The nails are in the coffin. It's done. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the motherfucker's being lowered into the ground. Like it's, it Let's is, move on. it is done. You know, you're like, yeah, it is time to move on with this shit. Um, but no, they've doubled down. Um, they said, um, there's a couple in here where it's just like, uh, no, we will boycott every single thing 
that that he does for the foreseeable future. We're going to boycott. This is not the end of this. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder who's getting that tattooed on himself. <laughs> this is this is maidenless behavior. <laughs> this is pathetic, <laughs> desperate behavior. And and this is this is what they what they mean when they're uh, when they're talking about like restore the Snyderverse. They're talking about supposedly boycotting Warner Brothers, meaning that they're probably going to pirate the vi- the videos and you know they're just going to not buy tickets. Yada yada yada. Um, uh, but these people will be uh, review bombing. They will be uh, in every comment string. They're going to be talking shit, blah, 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 blah. Um, pathetic shit, you know, complete hindrance to, to DC's advancements in, in this whole CBM world, you know, this comic book movie uh, landscape that the MCU just keeps on trucking, you know. The one thing I love about the MCU is that people have no issue like mcu fans have absolutely no issue shitting on one of their films but at the same time have great pride in the good films that they have you know what i mean um it's like me personally i think infinity war is like one of the greatest movies ever made that could be argued tenfold you know especially with with people that actually you know are involved with filmmaking you know, are they even real films? Blah, blah, blah. Like me as somebody who enjoys those films, like it's one of the best. Um, but at the same time, like I, I despise like Captain, uh, Captain Marvel, you know, that movie sucked. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Iron Man three is like one of my least favorite MCU films ever. Black Panther. The first one I thought was basic and like, looked like shit. You know what I mean? Like I have How no problem. You. I have How no, pro- I know I have no problem shitting on these films, but at the same time, like I take pride in the fact that it's the best, you know, there's no way of beating it, you know, and, and DCU is going to need to, to make some changes. Um, so hopefully that's what, what comes from it. But, you know, unfortunately I don't think, uh, the Snyder cult is done. Uh, I think the last one is a clear indication that, they've been doing this for a while. And at one point they did this. I saw, um, I commented on it too, on our, on our Twitter a while back. Um, but they were, they were, cause before they had like Zack Snyder profile pics, like different poses, like yeah, weird memes, creepy. creep shit, uh, for yeah. a director creep shit. Uh, I could see like, if you got a thing for fucking, I don't know, Scarlett Johansson and you want to have a fucking Scarlett Johansson, uh, you know, profile pic because you like staring at her from time to time. You know what I mean? No, like, you got a 45 year old. Yeah. A fucking 50 year old like, yeah. director who just like looks bored on set and shit. That's your profile pic. Him pointing at a camera and shit. And it's like, okay. Dude. Um, but you had these people, what they were doing was that they were changing their titles to, or their, their names on Twitter to something pro MCU and then they were changing their profile pics to like Spider-Man or Captain America or Black Panther or something like that. So they would reinvent their online presence as hardcore MCU fans and then would do nothing but shit on everything MCU. Uh, good old Trojan horse. Uh, that was their method of, of doing it. They were like trying to eat it from the inside. <laughs> and it was so obvious to like MCU fans are just like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like no, that's not what that meant. That's not what that scene meant. That's not what that, that writing intended. Like you're just being dumb, you know, and then you look in their, their, 
their uh their tweets and shit and then randomly you'll have some like snyder worship tweet that they forgot to delete you know what i mean (laughs) then you mention it and then they just like block you you know what i mean it's like exactly so it's it's pretty pathetic so if if anything if 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 you don't know anything about the snyder verse uh all you you, for one thing don't even (laughs) bother stay the fuck out of that shit I, I peeked behind the door and I got really, really, really scared <laughs> uncomfortable. And out. Yeah, <laughs> like really, you want to stay the fuck away from it, but really, it's the cult. It's There's just like a, a bad group car of, accident of individuals that are obsessive and like, you know, these are the people that Warner Brothers denounced when they were sending death threats and 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 harassment campaigns towards. Um, you know, Warner brother executives in the previous regime, you know what I mean? Like they were outwardly blasted about that, you know, but like we get death threats daily from you people. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Like how many death threats are Marvel getting? You know what I mean? I'm sure they get their, their fair share when something comes up, like they decide to put a woman in a movie or somebody of, 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 you know, a different nationality or, or, or skin color. Of course you're going to get racist pricks who are going to start saying stupid shit. But like, this is like just, everyday business you know it's like they have hashtag spam campaigns they do all this weird shit they plan and they coordinate in vero and discords and then they disperse and attack uh it's some of the most pathetic shit i've ever experienced in my life and uh, unfortunately i don't think the death of the snyderverse is going to mean the death of the snyder cult Uh, however you know that's my psa is 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 watch for that criticism because these are the people that are saying it the ones that are are wishing that james gunn would die so uh yeah (laughs) yeah it's definitely not going away they're not gonna they're not gonna quit until they get i mean he's got rebel moon it's a star wars ripoff that he's making um i think he he pushed it to disney and and star wars like lucas film was like no Yeah, but good. he was like, well, I, I already wrote it and stuff, so I'm just going to make it you. anyways. <laughs> so the movie is called Rebel Moon, which in my mind just sounds Star Wars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's what he's doing. He's releasing it. Um, it looks maybe all right. You know, I'll give it a shot because I'm a, a human being. I don't give a shit. I'm a normal person. He's a director and sometimes he makes shit and sometimes he makes movies. You know what I mean? So it's like, so that's the whole thing with that. And we didn't mention it or I mentioned it. Henry Cavill getting cut. Um and him backing out of Witcher, which, you know, was, was, you hear about that. Um, yeah, it was all like, Oh, the, the producers and the showrunners don't give a shit about the books or the games. They're just doing their own thing. And, and, you know, he wasn't on for the whole thing anyway. So he's calling it quits. Uh, it turns out that most likely the reason that he did that was not because of Superman, uh, was because that they announced that he's going to be producing and starring in a Warhammer 40 K project like a either a short series or movies or i think they're literally going to create a universe around it and i i highly doubt that you have any as amazon hey i I doubt you have any experience with warhammer right no this the tabletop game yeah it's 40 years old um it's a british yeah i remember you told me about it yeah but um, I'm going to show got you like a little Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons type of thing. Kind of um, in, in the sense of like, that's where the creativity resides in, in terms of how you play it. You know, it's all up to you. It's very crude. Uh, this game uses a lot of rulers. Like there's, you know, you got to take it out. Okay. I roll this. It means I can move this far. How, how far is that? Here's my radius of where I can move. So I can move anywhere in between this and there's structures. There's things to hide behind. You know, the, like your character, you get your characters behind a big truck, and they, 
it blocks the line of sight from the other team's characters. And then, you know, the distance of the firing range and stuff like that. It's very much like, you know, XCOM and, and stuff like that when you're playing top-down RTS games. Um, yeah, they said the miniatures are probably like the most, like, critical thing. Like, people really get into, like, the, the painting focus. of them. I have a deep appreciation for that. I cannot bring myself to play the actual game. However, the miniatures themselves are incredibly impressive. The people that paint them are super, super talented. I think the, the end product is some of like the nicest painting you can possibly see on anything tangible like that. Not like, a, obviously like a painting and stuff like that is a different sculpture. Uh, this is like, you know, you get a model. It's like, you can only do so much with a fucking Gundam model, you know? But these, yeah. they're so detailed and so small. And like the meticulous nature of how these people treat and respect this art form is like, ugh, it like melts my heart because it's like, these are normal people that just, they want to play the game and then they get sucked into the art aspect of it. You know, it's like, ah, like I love that. You know what I mean? So I would be all up on it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be getting a full set of like speed paints from Army Painter in the next month or so, uh, which are expense not as expensive as like citadel and stuff like that but they're very specific paints for this type of application they go on very smooth they're somewhat transparent um you know the paint you get at any other type of store is not the same although you can use it uh, this is more specifically made for this type of stuff and i'm going to use it for other different art projects uh, but now that i have it it's like now i want to get a couple of these miniatures and, and start fucking around you know and see how detailed you think get. um you think when they make this show to to TV, they're gonna fuck it up like they did with Halo? Oh, that was bad. Why you gotta bring up Halo? Bro? That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> why you gotta bring? Why you gotta bring up Ultra, bro? But uh, that's what <laughs> that's what makes everything scary, man. It's like True. they they make these, you know, the and it's like dude, he fucking just killed everything. The thing with Henry Cavill is that he is a hopeless, hopeless Warhammer nerd. Like, yeah. He's he's basically Paints been late to, he's been he's been late to to pretty much every like every audition he's like been late to because he's either in the middle of like a skirmish or or he's painting Don't you know me. <laughs> basically yeah he's like you know and you get sucked into it and uh, I'll show you some cinematics the thing with the thing with 40k like Warhammer is that the lore behind it is so fucking epic like it is some of the most epic space it's it's like unbridled it's brutal brutal imagery uh very i want to say satanic but it has a very dark nature to it uh, and he is a hopeless nerd for this shit you like i've seen him like there's an interview where it's like somebody said oh if you could be a part of any other or any other universe what would it be and shit and he's like oh excluding you know witcher and stuff and they're like yeah he's like oh 40k 100 warhammer and everybody's laughing at him you know, and it's always, they're always laughing at him and he doesn't care. They're always laughing at him because he likes to play with miniatures and he likes to play, you know, this big brooding, like hunk of a man likes to sit there and nerd out with little tiny action figures or inaction figures. Uh, but the other guy at the end of the, of the, of the, the seats, you know, he's also a player of, of, of Warhammer and they start this conversation and you could see Henry Cavill's face, <laughs> like watch that interview and you see his demeanor change. Like literally nobody else existed in that room because he found somebody that he could talk 40 K with. Um, he is a hopeless nerd glowing. for this shit. He had like, his eyes were fucking glowing. He had like a smile on his face. He's talking about, you know, his faction and, 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 and what he paints with and all this shit. Like he loves it. 
So if anybody that's in like the professional space of like acting and producing and stuff, he would absolutely be the person to be like, not only give it respect, but like really make it look dope because some of the cinematic, well, he's going to be executive show, producer, right? Uh, I know, I know executive producer at the very least. Um, he's probably going to play one of like, there's a, a faction that he, that he, he plays with in real life that he's probably going to put himself in the lead of. Um, but he may, he may be like a full blown, like producer, producer where decisions yeah, I'm have pretty to sure with him, him, you know, with him leaving the Witcher for the reason of him, like this isn't what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I think with him having his fingers, you know, dabbled into this, I think it should be. Yeah. I mean, his whole life, show. this is like, you know, it's like choose something that you've appreciated your entire life and your knowledge base for it and just how natural it is to know and, and communicate things with it. That's where he's at right. with this. Uh, so this is like somebody who has the encyclopedia in their brain. Um, it's a very convoluted story, uh, like storyline with this thing. It's, it's decades old. Uh, there's a lot of different factions. Um, but some of the best cinematics I've ever seen in my life come from games of, of Warhammer. Uh, and I'll show, I'll show you one here in a bit. It's impressive. And if they can, if they can match that or beat it on TV, I mean, Amazon will immediately be like the top streaming platform because they got, they got other things too, that they're bringing, uh, in terms of, of adaptations and stuff, but Warhammer is huge. Uh, and what he would, would probably do is that, you know, there's going to be TV shows of like smaller factions, like dark tide right now, the game, it's like a, a small group of individuals that, uh, that reside in this universe. The aesthetics are very much there. Uh, and you're playing this game with its own intention that's connected to this in this larger universe. Uh, so I think that's what his intention is, is that he, he kind of loosely mentioned it where it's like, you're going to have TV shows that are based off of like smaller crews and stuff like that. And then big time movies that are, you know, based on, on the characters and like the, the factions that you really want to see the big battles and the wars and the aliens and, and shit like that. Um, I think he's going to be like big time into this. I don't think it's going to be some like toss away thing. I think literally if this could be the only thing that he does for the rest of his life, he'll be like super happy. Oh, for like, sure. Especially now that he's like, he's probably not, not even worried about Superman. Like, no. uh, yeah, fuck it. Whatever. I mean, he was more a, time for this. I think he would have been a fantastic Superman if they actually gave him content to like work with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he looked the part. He respected the part. You know, he's a nerd, a fellow nerd. And based on interviews and things that he said, he's never been too satisfied with uh, the darker, brooding, you know, emotional and, and kind of just like downtrodden Superman that he's been forced to play. That was kind of the excitement was when, when James Gunn came in, they were like, oh, we can, he, he's like, I can finally be like a more traditional, optimistic and upbringing, you know, or uplifting uh, Superman like you're supposed to be, you know. Uh, yeah, and then Gunn said he, he did say he's like we're not going to go move forward with Cavill, but he is going to be you know like in the lineup for yeah. for something in the future. So it's you know just let's see what he can do. With Give it. him time, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. Give him some fucking time, and then like at the same time, it's like you know it doesn't mean that the Superman you're going to be exposed to is is not the ultimate. It's like a younger actor for his younger years, and maybe in a future film 
you jump to later years and then it's Henry Cavill again because he's playing the older version of that same character (laughs) and everybody's happy. You know what I mean? He's growing with the character. Yeah. So I don't know. And then you also have like the flash movie and and flashpoint or whatever. They're going to have, they're going to have this whole, the universe eats itself probably type of, of storyline. So uh, they're going to wipe it and, and, you know, bringing him back would have been more of a hassle and confusing for your standard viewer than anything. So I understand the need to get rid of him, um, but he traded Superman for Warhammer, and I don't think he sees that as a negative one bit <laughs> because no, it's like not. he is he is a Warhammer fan. Like this is a commitment. This is something where it's like you get your your army. You're sitting there. You're gonna have to dump ten hours of your time to get your entire army painted. Uh, and you take pride in those when you're done with them because you've made them with your hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you use them in a game to make your own campaigns and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's there's him being on the set of Witcher and him playing Warhammer uh, campaigns with another actor when they weren't filming. You know what I mean? So, like, give the man, give the man some room. He might be back as Superman. He might also be brought back. Um, he, might, he might be brought into the MCU. Uh, I forget what the character's name is, the Hyperion, or um, there's a character in the MCU that is kind of like a, a psychotic, I don't say psychotic, but he's got like dual personality uh, version of Superman, who is all powerful, but also very bad. And um, he might be, he might play that character. He might play other characters, you know? Uh, so give him room. I don't think Henry Cavill is going anywhere. This is not going to be a negative on his, on his career. He just made $500,000 per appearance in Black Adam and Flash. So he's got an extra million he's sitting on just chilling. <laughs> he's not worried. He's got nothing on the slate except for Warhammer, which he is going to be helmed at. He's like the James Gunn of, of Warhammer now. So it's like, bro, this dude just came up and, and people are acting like it's the end of the world. Like, I think he's perfectly fine with it. Uh, so that's the whole debacle with the Snyderverse and Henry Cavill. Totally happy for that dude. Uh, I'll show you some of the footage uh, after the show so you can kind of get an idea of the vibe. You know, it's a very, very solid vibe. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where we're at. Um, next one on here. You play high on life, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is Royland's project, right? This is just Squanch <laughs> Games. I'm a Rick and Morty uh, up there with the, the fandom, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean... you. You're probably not the not one of the types to have convulsions on the floor of like Taco Bell and shit or whatever or McDonald's. <laughs> no, definitely trying to get your chef one sauce. But like, um, I appreciate I that show. <laughs> the chef one. I, yeah, I did try. Yeah, I mean, I had it back in the day when it came out for Mulan when I was like fucking nine and shit. But I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, fuck, what do I care? I need, I need to get it now. I mean, it's got a little, a little spice to it. I like sweet and spicy and all that. But pff, bro, it didn't. You don't need to have, make a fucking have a fit in the in the middle of a, of a mcdonald's to get some szechuan sauce but high on life is a game it's a single a single player first person shooter uh without a strong emphasis on the shooter i'd say more of an emphasis on on uh traversal right like map mm-hmm. traversing yeah um, you know initially you don't have double jump or there is no double jump really but you get a, a rocket pack later uh it's about climbing ledges it's about finding hidden junk and and money and stuff for you to buy upgrades for your suit uh and the shooting although the the main characters are guns you know your your guns are a form of alien beings that all have unlimited ammo and their own 
creative ways of shooting and interacting with the environment to help you traverse the map. Um, so I think it's fun in that sense. And then you also have his writing behind it and the whole rambling aspect of it. It's definitely a game not meant for kids. That's for sure. It is not meant for kids. <laughs> it is not kids. meant for kids. Yeah. I mean, the, the first patch that they came out with, which was released for PC, they basically said like, uh, we toned it down. You have an option to have the, um, the guns speak less and have less of a, you know, dialogue. And it may, I haven't turned it off, so I don't know. It may kind of, you know, pg it a little bit but i highly doubt it um i didn't notice it i mean you got in there where it's like <laughs> the kid when you're going down the tunnel and shit towards the beginning and he's just fucking annoying I like he just didn't like... know you're not supposed to kill the kid <laughs> yeah, like... i pointed my weapon at him and then the the, the, the gun's like hey man don't i think it's yeah, kenny right. kenny's like hey no we're not gonna do that and then all of a sudden i just pulled the trigger and i shot him and he died and like, mine the dude was... that was sitting at the stand just looked at me like what the fuck <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like mine was like he's like he's like oh yeah you little bitch oh you want to get by yeah. oh you want to get bitch he kept on bumping into me yeah he's like pushing you back way. he's like it's in your way he's like what are you doing oh you want to get so i jumped like, over him and he's still down the way i jumped over him me personally i jumped over him and he's like oh where are you going you be a little bitch oh you be a little bitch and then like <laughs> i walked down the shit and then like i talked to the first the first person or the first alien i see and they're like oh did you meet my son and blah blah, blah. like he's yeah, so i felt annoying. bad because i was like uh shit well, you got the different dialogue. My dialogue was like, yeah, everybody hates him. He's, he's like super annoying. To be honest, I wouldn't even be mad if he killed him. And I didn't even let her finish, bro. I just turned around. <laughs> I ran back up there. And I shot that kid. Like, that's the game. Like, he's like, it's an alien. It's not like a child, obviously. I mean, there's, there's, he was like there. 30 years old, right? He said he was <laughs> yeah. 30 years old. Yeah, he, he still lives years. at home. So, yeah. So, like, you run up there and he's like, oh, I, you I did shot everybody me. a favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shot me. And then he's dead. <laughs> um, and then you go down there and you talk to her again and she acts like, you know, like I get the response that you got, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, there's some risk in there. Like the whole concept of the game is that aliens show up on earth and find out that, uh, they can get high by smoking humans. <laughs> yeah. This cartel, <laughs> yeah, this the cartel, cartel, the G3 is going to take over the world and, yeah. and they're, they're going to farm all the shit <laughs> out of humans. They're, they're going to make things to smoke humans. Um, <laughs> So, you know, there's, there's that whole deal. It's a little like weird and like raunchy and all that, but, um, you're a bounty hunter and you just collect bounties and upgrade yeah. your stuff at the pawn shop. The pawn shop kid is probably one of the most fucking annoying kids in the world, but I some keep interacting his, with him. His dialogue is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Are you going to buy something? He's like, fuck you, mom. He's like, I don't know why I said <laughs> that. Like, oh, but said, it makes me feel better. <laughs> it makes me feel better. It triggers something in my mind. So I'm going to say it more. Fuck you, mom. <laughs> Like, it's just, it's some of the funniest, like, dialogue that you could get, but some of it is, like, super cringe, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, aside from that, not, like, spoiling the game, um, I finished it last night on stream. Um, it probably took me about eight hours or so to get to the whole game if I weren't stopping for every little thing, so I think I probably got, like, 10 or 12 hours into it, if not more. Um, but it's a solid experience. It's a solid first-person experience. It's funny. It's got some unique nature to it. It's not, you know, it's like, it's not just some cookie cutter first person shooter where you can bitch and complain that it's just like anything else. Like, no, it's, it's, it's totally about, you know, uh, like I said, traversing this map and using these weapons that have special skills and features. Uh, and at the same time, like enjoying some of the ridiculous dialogue and like, Dude, you could watch a movie. Yeah. I mean, Tammy and the T-Rex. Well, Which I did watch actually on my on my side time, and then whatever the movie is where the red letter media guys are, are sitting in it in the movie theater. Oh, in the theater, like yeah. I forgot what that was, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, they got flat out like movies in it and stuff like that. And some of the dialogue between the characters is just very natural because that's just how they write their their shit. Some of it is very like fumbly and kind of like, you know, over the top. But um, (laughs) so there's funny shit to it. However, we're not going to talk too much about the game anymore, but really it's about the ratings, right? And this this juxtaposition between critic and user ratings uh, and and which one is actually worth it. And this one is, is my is my take on it is that critics, the critics, you know, the reviewers, they literally play like an hour of the game. They get the feel of it and then, yeah, whatever. I could write an article about it and that's it. They write their little shit, half hour article, they pump it out and they move on to the next game or the next Mm -hmm. video or whatever. Exactly. Um, Me, it took me about four hours, three hours to realize that the game had expanded beyond a standard first person experience and then it became something where i realized that every advancement that i made i was having more fun with the game and like that's important when you're writing a fucking review for it because if you don't beat the game and the game is like that then you're gonna have a shit opinion so naturally the people that are playing the games are just playing it they're having fun they're enjoying the dialogue they're progressing through it and they're experiencing that then you have the critics who just shit out an article because they played a, a a you know, uh, uh, basically a demo, you know, a glorified demo that they gave. Well, I bet you for them too, when they first turned it on you get that like what 16 bit action of like doom (laughs) yeah, type of shit. And you're just like, what the the fuck was this? And you're like, this is the game. This is what, this is not what I was looking forward to. And then all of a sudden, you know, you hear like knocking and you're like, oh shit, (laughs) I'm playing a game in a game that's playing another game, you know, (laughs) the graphics are a lot better too. when it pulls out and it's like, yeah, so you know, they could have right away just been like this game sucks because it's like 16 bit and it's just, you know, and then just looked at other reviews to write their reviews exactly yeah bullshit play the the, game the critic reviews and the user reviews are substantially different Uh, i've seen other games that are 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 a lot worse in terms of that spread Uh, but user ratings are floating around like an 8.0 out of 10 it's pretty fucking good (laughs) especially for a squanch game let's be real you know and it kind of wasn't a game that wasn't really pushed out there either it was kind of one of those surprise games i was like hey high on life is out Kind of, yeah. There was some, like, streamers playing it. There was some, like, um, it was like a trailer that popped up at, like, a game show or whatever, or, or like, one of those, you know, announcement trailers and stuff like that. Uh, I saw the the first, like, the, the what's the first boss's name? The the Flying Ant or whatever. Um, oh, I forgot the name of it. Something Nine or whatever. Um, I forget, but like, there's like the series of, of villains and stuff. And you saw that fight and it's like, yeah, it looks kind of basic. You know what I mean? It feels more natural. It feels like, like they played the game and then made the dialogue made on the top dialogue, of it, Yeah. You know? So it feels dubbed. It feels like it's, it's there and current, you know, it feels, it feels natural. Um, so that was my whole thing with this whole thing was that, uh, you know, the critic and user ratings, it's another perfect example of. Uh, you know, critics just kind of talking out of their ass. And I can understand movies where it takes an hour and a half, two hours of your time, you write a review, and you can have a a shit opinion about it and move on. But a video game is different. I need that person to spend at least five hours playing that video game before I trust the fucking word that comes out of their mouth. So I'm thinking that should be probably a standard, you know, is like how many hours did did this reviewer play, this critic, you know? Uh, hours played just underneath their name hours played fucking 0.5 you know like that's that's all they fucking played for that <laughs> review and shit i turned it on and i got to the title screen and i yeah. turned it off i listened to the music it was pretty okay. nice 
Yeah. <laughs> you can shoot some Actually, I've been you. listening to that music too. I leave the uh, the title screen on. Yeah, that's pretty that decent. There's some there's some music on there. <laughs> Give me like really like Buckethead vibes. I'm getting like really strong Buckethead vibes from some of the tracks on there. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is, and it's one of those things where it's like if you got, if I mean, if you if you you're not a child for one thing, and you don't have kids that are going to be listening to the game while you play, you know, and you got Game Pass, 100% get this game. Like it's probably one of the best yeah, games definitely. on on Game Pass right now for sure. Uh, don't listen to the critics. Listen to the players. And kind of roll with it because because this is one of those games where it's like if you like single player games, it's kind of made for you. You know what I mean? So, not gonna talk too much on that. Just look at the user ratings. It's actually ridiculous. Uh, we have other other cool things to talk about here. But uh, next one on here, Kojima announces Death Stranding film. You played. We talked about that last week, right? You played uh, yeah. Death Stranding. What do you think about it being a film? Again, that's gonna be one of those adaptations of like, is it gonna be shit? I you know my whole thing is is based on Halo. I purchased Paramount, whatever it is, a streaming service just to watch it, and I wish I didn't. So yeah. again, you know, it just it goes down to who's going to be involved. How heavily is Kojima going to be involved? You know, to to push this. He's an artsy guy. I think he's going to be like I want to be in the director's seat. You know what I mean? Like I want to be the one making the calls and stuff and. I mean, that's, I think, like I said, we mentioned it. It's like, you know, he's, he's, he would be like an Oscar award winner type of, you know, an Oscar bait as they call, um, in terms of his creativity and weirdness with what, you know, he makes. So it's like, I think that he would fit in like a directorial or at least like writing, uh, uh position in, in filmmaking pretty well. And I feel it, like if you make a video game, you can make a movie. Yeah. And I think just the way that he makes them, you know, is so random and weird and just kind of like, what the fuck? Like that it is intriguing to the normal person, especially our, our Western sentimentalities, you know? So it's yeah. like, we're impressed very easily with that type of shit. So uh, I think Death Stranding is going to be pretty cool. I mean, the whole concept of it, it, it was from Washington to basically like Seattle, wasn't it? Yeah. Like that's the whole like premise of it is you're, you're you're traversing the entire country to set up a, a network of roads and, and shit like that, uh, to do something or other. But, uh, the visuals of it, the actor, obviously all the actors are like, you know, cut right from real life. They look like it. So just put the actors in it. It's perfect for that. Exactly. You know, it is what it is. Just like if they made a GTA five movie, they base those characters off of those people. Like it would have been perfect. Uh, they're too old now, but you know, like it would have been, it would have been nice and smooth, you know? Uh, so I think this one will play out pretty well. I think it's going to be a little weird for like your standard mom and pop who are just going to sit down and try to watch a movie. Um, but people that have played the game, I think they're going to be, it's Kojima, dude. They're going to support that dude one way or the other for sure. Yeah, the prophet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one on here, Superman 78, The Dark Knight, and Iron Man are all added to the National Film Registry. Um, I wrote that on there. It's like, yeah, of course. I mean... Superman 78 because it's old school and probably the best example of like a, a CBM. Um, the Dark Knight because it's like one of the greatest movies ever made, not just because of it being a, a Batman film. And then Iron Man because it was the start of the MCU. Like naturally those are going to be, you know, your deal. And, you know, those are good choices. The reason I put that on there is because if you look at the comments of those tweets, 
it's like what about what about into the into the spider verse you know what about what about <laughs> iron man 3 what about Here what about what about captain america it's like shut the fuck up god damn it shut the fuck up like it, what about it what about it bro like it doesn't matter nobody gives a fuck and then i got into this this little back and forth between people um where it was like they were trying to say that i was diminishing art uh, you know, being told that I diminish art because I consider actual filmmaking with actors on set, directors on set, making real time calls and, and, and framing shots and, and working with actors and making sure the mood is right and everything, lighting, everything, all these hundreds of people that are involved in a set, uh, is better than an animated film, like into the spider verse, like I, I was literally said that I was diminishing art as a whole because I would even imply that real movies are better than animated films. So it's like, it just, it, it, you're telling me something that I know that is not true. <laughs> like I'm telling you that the art of filmmaking, the, 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 the art that people go to school to learn uh, how Acting. to act, <laughs> being thespians, being on stage in front of people, in front of hundreds of thousands of people sometimes, not hundreds of thousands, but thousands of people on stage, hundreds of people on set, you know, that these people work within their skin. You know, when you're working with animation, the director comes in, he does storyboards, he goes over to certain scenes, he says, I want the, the character to do this, I want them to do this, I want it to look like this, and I bring the camera down a little bit, which they can you know, like just uh, move it around a little bit and then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be in tomorrow to see how it is. And then they come yeah. in the next day. It's like, okay, we'll make this adjustment, you know, and then they work with the voice actors who say the lines, not diminishing voice actors. Cause you know, obviously I've met tons of them. Uh, I wait in line to get these people autographed cause I respect the, the art of, of, of voice acting. Uh, but to tell me that a voice actor is sitting in a sound booth and, and trying the same lines over and over again so that they have different takes compared to an art, uh, an, uh, an actor on set who is trying to pull out emotion and look, look the at the part, right? Like yeah. look like they're showing that emotion. Um, it is so easy to tell a shit actor just based on like looking at them on screen. You know what I mean? Yep. So like, that was my whole thing with this. I had to bring it up just because like, you know, of, of course those films are going to be taking into consideration you're gonna tell me that that into the spider-verse has, has has a place alongside fucking godfather and space odyssey <laughs> get out of my face with that shit seriously like and then it's just like it's it's ridiculous you know I'm not gonna dwell on that one and just going back i have it on here rise of the cameron cult that's another run-in that i had with some fucking <laughs> mouth breathers on on social media um where it's like, how dare I say that the Avatar is a, a, a mid movie, a mid concept, that the animation is is no better than what I see in video game cutscenes, uh, which I watched the movie. It's like, yeah, it's more polished, but they still look fucking fake, dude. It still looks like a computer generated creature because yep. their faces are, look fake. Like their eyes don't look real. It's like, yeah, I understand they're big and they're different colors and stuff, but the eyeballs themselves, the facial expressions don't look real. And that, like, that's the biggest hurdle with the Uncanny Valley. You know what the Uncanny Valley is, right? No. So the Uncanny Valley is a term that's used when referencing um, its, you know, um, Princess Leia in, in, in Rogue One, for example. 
and she's like, it, it means hope. And she looks all fucking fake and weird and shit. And mm-hmm. your brain is like, oh, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> eh, what the fuck? Like, that doesn't look good. That perception, that that weird feeling that you get when you look at that CGI and just doesn't look right is Uncanny Valley. But then you look at, like, Indiana Jones trailer and, and Harrison Ford is looking pretty fucking legit. You know what I mean? Like, that does look like Harrison Ford when he's young that dip is a lot less because how well that CGI is taken avatar for me is like a fucking Canyon, bro. Like that is like the grand Canyon of uncanny Valley. You know what I mean? Like the fucking Navi like took a fall down that fucking Valley face first and shit. (laughs) And it's just, it's just not right. It doesn't come off as right. It's like, yeah, the hair movement is, is nice. It's beautiful. It looks, looks okay when it's in the water like the skin is so detailed but then you look at their face and they look all fucked up and weird and like computer generated uh so that was my gripe with that uh god forbid i say that out loud because i was exposed to the cameron cult uh you know we just we just got done talking about the snyder cult the cult uh but you know there is a cameron cult and i told you yesterday i think it was what was that called post avatar depression syndrome Syndrome, yeah supposedly this started in in the 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 forums back in like 2000 whatever 2008 2009 when the film came out of people that were desperate to live in this world of pandora that when realizing that it was just a fictional land they they were subjected to depression had suicidal thoughts and things like that because they couldn't live in this (laughs) land it's like what the fuck bro like so these individuals have clung, clung on to that. I'm not saying all of them, but there's a number of them that, that still live by that, right? Where it's like, no, this is the best like world ever created. It's so realistic. It's something I want to be a part of. It's like, yeah, if you want to have all that shit crash to the ground, then go to fucking Pandora land or Pandora or, or Avatar land at Disney world and see how long your, your, your immersion lasts with there and shit. Um, <laughs> But it's like, it's, it was this whole like dog pile shit where they were like, you know, like, what did he ever do to you? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, bro, he's a director and he's been spewing bullshit for the last like three or four months that has just been annoying. Like I grew up admiring this dude's films and, and thinking that he was a total badass with the films that he was making. And then like the last three months, he's completely destroyed that perception for me personally and I'm sorry to say that I'm I'm allowed to to say that I'm allowed to to say that in public and, and online that that you know uh, he sounds like a twat and that you know the the films that he's pumping out lately are not like T2 you know what I mean they're not on yeah. that level uh, I don't know if you ever saw uh, Alita Alita Battle Angel came out in 2019 I think it was. Um, it was a live action slash CGI mashup. So like Alita, the character is a CGI character, big fake eyes, looks CGI, oh, but okay. bopping around in this world of, of regular humans and shit like that. Uh, the story is okay. It was watchable. You know, it's a, it's a Cameron film. So of course it's going to be watchable. Now I watched Avatar 2 and like I said, it was whatever. Uh, I understand his fascination with the sea and wanting to make water look good. But to me, it just looked like a slightly polished version of like the first one. The story was predictable. I dozed off for 
wasn't very long, but I caught myself. <laughs> it's like, well, dare you fell holy asleep shit. during a Cameron movie? I almost fell asleep. I didn't say like I was fully out, but I caught myself with my eyes closed. I was like, oh, wake up, wake up, you know. Um, but I had the urge to pull out my phone because it was so fucking boring. Um, I won't doubt that it makes tons of money. However, mm. I did want to bring that it's to the struggling. attention. Yeah, it's like struggling. A, 120 million or something, 150 million on opening weekend. Opening day was 53 million. Yeah. The I mean, projected the projected three day was 130 to 150, which is short of their 150 to 175 that they were saying. And we were keeping an eye on the seats for our local so, theaters, right? Yeah. And his main thing was to push for the um the Dolby 3D. It's which doesn't have it doesn't have a lot of uh theaters that are, are Dolby Dolby 3D, I guess. Mm -hmm. So they're they're struggling in that and um yeah, like we, 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 I looked at some of the theaters around the area and it was just like, hey, there's, there's, there's a ton of seats for a bunch of showings. So yeah. I don't think people are rushing to the theaters to go watch this. And it's, that's what's, it's hurting his uh, predictions. Like my thing is like, I had like an AMC right down the street from me. Um, but there really aren't too many other options for like big brand movie theaters. There's like another one that's kind of like a shit small it's like a four theater movie theater you know four mm -hmm. screen movie theater um my main one is i think is like a seven or something like that you know what i mean so it's not like back home where you know i could i could hit a golf ball in any direction and hit a fucking edwards or an amc you know what i mean like now it's like people got to really kind of like hone in on this one movie theater um had empty seats <laughs> like a half hour before showing uh afternoon on release on a friday you know what i mean 6 30 p.m uh, you have open seats for, you know, Avatar 2 after, what, 13-year wait and shit. Um, so I can I can admit that I've been a little bit negative towards the film because I don't find it impressive. Uh, the more I hear people try to sell me on it, the more annoyed I get. And the more fucking words I hear come out of James Cameron's mouth, the more I just, like, despise everything revolving around it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's recently talked shit about other actors. I'm sure that could be toned down too. that. He wasn't talking shit. He was just simply saying this and this and this, but really he, it was a backhanded compliment. I'm going to say a backhanded compliment. It was a compliment to one person while smacking a bunch of other people in the process. Mm. Um, that's kind of just like, he's, he's a dick, bro. Like, and it's like, I respect dicks from time to time. You know what I mean? It just depends on, on what you're slinging and he's been slinging yeah. some bullshit. Um, so that was my thing. I saw it. I didn't really care for it. It was basically what I expected it's very cliche, very predictable. Um, it gets a little bit boring there through the mid section there, like the mid half, a mid part. Um, Is it like three heard, hours long? It's like three hours long, and then oh, I, fuck. and then I heard that you know like Avatar three was like nine hours long, and he wants all the graphics to be done before they edit it down. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> are you fucking serious? Like you're, so you're gonna really waste in... all this work and say yes. like half of it, through, or probably three quarters of it is probably gonna be canned. Yeah, so he's really abusing the whole blank check aspect of his popularity. And uh, that was my problem with it. Um, I love the people that are just like, I bet you wouldn't say that in real life. I was like, bro, if I was <laughs> like, I don't know who the fuck you're talking to. Like, I'm not that guy, bro. Like, I might. Where's he at? Like, I might, I might consider myself a fucking nerd, but I promise you I would tell you that to the fucking face. Like. I just thought that was funny because that's like the vibe I was getting where it's just like, oh, yeah, you want to act tough on the online. So some, some, you know, keyboard warrior. It's like, bro, yeah. I will literally go to like Hollywood <laughs> to, to screen that shit in a fucking like in a 
crowd and shit, you know? <laughs> so like, um, it's just, it's, it was absurd so, to see on the same day that, that the Snyder cult was, was taking a huge hit and the Snyderverse died that I was also subjected and, and, and exposed to, to the, the Cameron the, cult, the Cameron cult that they exist. Uh, so but wait, there's more, <laughs> there's fun to be had there, I guess. But that's, that was something I wanted to, to, to share is that I did, I did get some exposure to that cult. And then at the same time, uh, the movie is mid. And if you want to wait until it comes out on, on, you know, streaming platform, Disney or what have you, uh, it's probably for the best. Do not go pay extra to go see that shit in IMAX unless you're you're fascinated by shiny things and, and that the whole deal, you know what I mean? But if you expect that it's going to be this life-changing experience, you got to be delusional going into it to begin with, you know what I mean? So uh, that's my that's my thing. <laughs> that was that was my my opinion. How dare you? Yeah. So moving on. <laughs> Invincible <laughs> season 2 to drop January 23. Did you ever watch Invincible? Uh, I think I watched like half of it. It's pretty brutal. That's a brutal fucking. Yeah, you missed that. You missed the good half if that's the case, because yeah. it's it fucking crazy towards the end. Um, the series looks pretty low quality in terms of animation stuff, but that really isn't the point. You know what I mean? Uh, the point is like the story, the brutal nature of it, and I think that if it was any more detail, they'd probably be too brutal. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, I want to share that January. Well, it's an adult animation, so it's like it is. I mean, it is fucking it's not a cartoon for kids. Brutal. If that shit was a movie, like people would probably like leave their like puking and shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, January twenty twenty three. So like within the next month, pretty epic. Uh, if you haven't finished the first season, go ahead and get on that. Uh, second season drops pretty soon. Uh, we have the first picture of Joaquin Phoenix for Joker two. It's just him getting shaved up. It's like whatever. Um, I'm sure you're super excited for Joker two, the musical. <laughs> it's literally going to be a musical with fucking like Lady Gaga and shit. That's going to be dope. You know, you're going to be wanting to watch that. <laughs> I mean, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to be stoked. I'll be sit there with my arms crossed all fucking pissed off. <laughs> all <it's> fucking. <laughs> what is this dog shit? <laughs> um, not going to be listed in the, in the DCU. Same thing, uh, announced by James Gunn is that the Batman Matt Reeves Batman is also not going to be in the DCU continuity. Uh, so these are standalone films. I get it. Um, Joaquin Phoenix, a little bit extra in that part, but it was whatever. It was, it was a watchable movie. I watched it a couple times and it didn't like make me want to pull my, my hair out. So, you know, I'm down for a part two, but if it's really going to be like one of those, like Joker, the musical, because they got a little bit of popularity with the first one. So they go and, and make some embarrassment for a second one because they think they got the wiggle room. Um, kind of like Thor, Love and Thunder, where, uh, where Taika Waititi, you know, he had some really good reception with the first Thor film that he did. And then he just went off the rails because he thought he was untouchable and then got shit on and will probably never do another MCU film because he just took too much liberty with it. I'm hoping that's not what Joker 2 is. Uh, but you do got Lady Gaga supposedly playing um, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, yeah. So we'll see. If it's going to be like a musical where it's like in his head and he's like delusional and stuff like that, and they kind of like shoehorn it in there, it's not like a, everybody breaks in a song and dance type thing. Then <laughs> you know it might be it might play okay. It might be all right, you know. Uh, but we'll have to see with that. Uh, Riot Games drops League of Legends, Valorant, and a lot of other Riot games. I mean, there's not too many, but uh, other Riot games on Game Pass. So you got access to that. Elon is going to be raising the Twitter character limit from 280 to 4,000. Yeah, you can write a memoir now. 
Bro, does he not understand what Twitter is and why it even existed in the first place? Like, like I swear to God. Yeah, like I swear to God, he just of a tweet. came about this shit like a couple years ago. He just found out what Twitter was. But literally, Twitter became popular because Facebook was like reading too much. People were writing fucking novels yeah. for posts and shit. So like really the point was for Twitter, you're sending out a little blurb, something quick and easy that people don't have to spend too much time reading and you go about your way and you can you can doom scroll all day long and, and get little bits of information and links to articles and stuff like that. So. Uh, we got him. Uh, we got him just making some fucking absurd changes to the whole Twitter landscape. But yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not 100 percent sure on where his mind's at. Even if that's going to go through, we'll see. But I think there's a Musk cult. Maybe we should look that up. Oh, there, no, there is 100. percent 100. percent It's diminishing though. Surprisingly enough, that people that are avid supporters of Elon Musk, mainly because of his involvement with spacex and tesla and yada 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 and you know just his previous fascination with things that would advance humankind is starting to be is starting to deteriorate because of his obsession with a shit posting website well he's he's losing his credibility now because now he's looking like a little baby that's if you talk bad about me i just delete you yeah he did that too the... so it's he's being like one of those he must have been bullied as a kid. And now he just feels like he's like that cop now in the local town that can yeah. do whatever he wants. He's the sheriff now. Yeah. Well, like the the thing, like what he did just recently, a couple of days ago, was that they intentionally banned, I think it was like Elon's flight plan or something like that. It was like a profile that basically tracked his flights. Oh, yeah, yeah. The dude that was tweeting all his, uh, it was public information. It's public information. It is protected. So that dude... He got uh he got canned by Twitter because he mm-hmm. it felt like it. I think he's suing him too for some odd reason. Who Elon? Yeah, suing he's the suing, guy. He's suing the guy for posting his public information that his jet where it was. Uh, yeah, so that's that is it's a it's going to be a failure in court 100 because oh, yeah, that's already sure. been addressed. Um, there was a court case in regards to releasing of public flight plans of individuals, and it it was shown to be protected under the First Amendment. Um, like specifically, and I think that's, that was the, the negging aspect of that whole Twitter profile was that, you know, he knows that it was legal. It's a bit sketch. Um, but you know, he knows it's legal to do that. So he was kind of like, you know, um, pressing him into a corner to see what would, what Elon would do. And yeah, he, he, he succumbed to his, to his ego and couldn't help but ban this person. I can, I mean, I could definitely see how that, you know, is not cool. Um, but at the same time, like if the law's law, like, and he can get away with it, then it's already been addressed, bro. You just have to deal with it. Um, stop flying from fucking, you know, uh, LA to, 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 to San Burbank Francisco or something. Burbank. <laughs> fucking drive, bro. Like use one of your Tesla tubes you get or whatever. tunnel. Yeah, dude. You yeah. make these tunnels for a reason, right? The boring company and shit. Which is probably the <laughs> stupidest thing that he did b- before buying Twitter for sure. So yeah, like I I could see the whole like you know it's like oh it's a it's it's breaking our our uh, doxing policy. It's like yeah, and then like I think two hours later he posted somebody's license plate trying to get this person's information or some shit like that. Some fucking Elon Musk fuckery where he's just like mm-hmm. you didn't see the irony in the situation. But uh, yeah, he's kind of losing it. The the dude is is definitely I'm 
there's no way in fucking hell that you could convince me to put a microchip in my brain or or my kid's brain or anybody's brain (laughs) that's made by the guy who is shit posting on Twitter all day. Like there's no way, like I have no idea what happened. This dude had this huge change when he was dating and then eventually married Grimes. Um, who's a gnarly chick fucking gnarly, but like he just, he went off the deep end and like, I don't know what the fuck like happened, what he was taking or what, but what changed this dude's brain. But you know, he just recently walked out on stage of a Dave Chappelle concert. Oh my God. He thought one clip, he thought he was going to be cool. You know, of course there's going to be people that are like-minded in a, in a Dave Chappelle, you know, uh, uh, live show, you know, comedy show. They're there to watch and appreciate Dave Chappelle, and Dave Chappelle's a, an edgy character now. You know, he's he's embroiled in in, in controversy, uh, so naturally he he should be adorned and welcomed with open arms. But literally, the majority of people booing him the second he walked out on stage. Chappelle couldn't even save that. No, and he tried. Um, and he he did. He, he, he tried it. desperately and he, he ridiculed people in the high, the high up seats because they're in the nosebleeds and, uh, you know, they were poor. So that's why they were booing Elon Musk because he was rich. Um, there was one, there was one funny joke that he said that he could have left it out where he's like, he's like, ah, oh, everybody booing are just the people that you fired. Like, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> like that, that's pretty funny. <laughs> like he could have left it at that. But instead, like he just tried to like salvage it more and Elon It could have been, just, it was in San Francisco too. Yeah. And then he stood there like a fucking weirdo for like the remainder of the time, not saying or doing anything and just like holding the mic to his face. And you could tell that he was shook. Um, and then he said later in like some tweets that uh, the reason that, that people were booing was because there was a fight that broke out in the, in the crowd, which there's footage and there's no fight. breaking. <laughs> like He's lost it, bro. like he's just lost it. Uh, he's intentionally setting his credibility on fire. Good to that um, one person that, that recorded that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's more, you know what I mean? But it's, uh, it's embarrassing. It's truly embarrassing what this dude's doing. Um, but I think whole, he dropped down to like the third richest person now. Yeah. I mean, he I just had he to took a hit. take out some type of like loan or something like that. But yeah, I mean, when you sacrifice 50 plus million or billion dollars of your money to then go and ruin your reputation even further, like, yeah, you're going to, you're going to drop. Um, but yeah, the whole, like, just the, the raising the, the character limit from 280 to 4,000 is just a fundamental misunderstanding of what the platform is coming from the person that now owns it, which is scary. Um, next one on here, Dune 2 is rap filming. Did you watch Dune? Yeah. That's a good one. I liked it. It was. Yeah. I thought that was a good film. Shot beautifully, you know, just fuck clean, you know, like the, mm-hmm. the music clean, um, was it Hans Zimmer that did the, the score for that? I think it was. It sounded like, I think it might've been right. It might, might be, I don't know. I forget, but I think flute guy, the guy from the, the award show last week is, was like the main guy in that soundtrack for Dune. Uh, that's where I saw him first. I don't know why people were fascinated with the flute guy from the award show. <laughs> um, because I'm pretty sure it was Hans Zimmer that was in like a, a an interview for Dune or something flu guy was there he's the main guy he's the guy making all those drone sounds those whoa whoa you know that is flute guy <laughs> you've, you've seen dude you've seen flute guy um it's cool to see him getting some recognition but um dune 2 
I was like, when I when I saw the first one end, it was one of those few movies where it was like, damn, I wish the second one was already out. You know, and he's uh, he's confirmed to be doing the actual score for it too again. Yeah, a hundred percent. You can't change that. I don't think anybody else would be able to pull it off. You know, it's just it. He's got that that style. I'm not gonna say it's like as effective as some other composers that you'd you'd run into, but I mean, Hans Zimmer did The Dark Knight, bro. You know, he did he did a uh, um, Gladiator. He did all the Interstellar, <laughs> you know, like Inception. <laughs> like he's he is he's that guy, you know. Like what else we got on here? Dark Knight Rises, Batman Begins. So the entirety of that, he was for the the Snyder verse as well. Um, Batman v Superman. We, we won't blame him for that. Kung Fu you know, Panda. Some, sometimes you just need a paycheck. <laughs> uh, Man of Steel. Okay, you know, you did Wonder Woman eighty four, and that was another thing that that the Snyder cult. Going back to that, they were really griping on. Uh, the whole scene where Superman bops in on Black Adam, that how dare they not use Hans Zimmer as the music for his oh introduction? How they dare they? Um, but I remember that distinctly as him being in an interview and just kind of showing off all these weird and unique instruments that they not only found, but also fabricated specifically for Dune. Uh, so I'm, I'm here for it. Dune, Dune 2 filmed uh, or wrapped up filming. Um, I forget there was a post somewhere where it was speculating on like a Dune two release in like July or June or something like that. So uh, we're 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 creeping up on it finally. Uh, I'm pretty stoked for that. Um, Hogwarts Legacy delayed on the PS4 and Xbox One until April 24th. Rip. Um, pretty stoked though. She, wife got me the the deluxe editions so at the very least. I'm gonna have some fancy clothes and shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that guy told you, I was like, I'm going to 100% the fuck out of that game. Like, guaranteed, I'm going to 100% that game. Does that take you a whole year? No, it'll take me like a month. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man, Cross the Spider-Verse trailer drops. Did you see that trailer? Yeah. Got some some characters in there in the background. Um, got the paper bag Spider-Man. <laughs> I think that one was where, where he was like on the Fantastic Four and they, they he wore a paper bag because, you know, he didn't want to show his identity, but he wore a costume that didn't have a face covering. Um, you got like Spider-Punk who's, I forget the guy's name, but he's the actor from like Nope um, and Get Out. It's that oh, that yeah, main yeah, actor. Yeah. I think he's going to do the voice for Spider-Punk. Um, um, Daniel have... Kaluuya? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, kind of shit. Nope, he's a shit, shit. Decide his his demeanor in that film wasn't that great, but like, you know, he's a pretty good actor, you know, and and it's just gonna be a voice gig, so you know, he'll be in that. You got Oscar Isaac playing Spider Man twenty ninety nine, who looks like he's gonna be somewhat of an antagonist, anti hero in this type of thing. You got looked. It looked like there was a, a glimmer of of the Insomniac Spider Man from the video game. Um, where he's kind of like talking to him, you know, you're going to have Gwen. There's, there's a number of different variants in there. My thing with this, and this feels very Sony. Um, it took eight years to make the first one. And the first one was fantastic, beautiful animation. The technique that they utilized in terms of the frame rate. Um, they made miles very stuttery in terms of animation. They used half as many frames to animate him as everything else. And as his character grew confidence throughout the film, they added more frames to his animation. So by the end of the film, He's he smooth. was fluid, smooth animation. 
It wasn't as stuttery and stuff like that. So those minute details, the story was pretty decent. Um, you know, Prowler looked dope, uh, introduced new characters to a, a large, you know, um, less knowledgeable fan base that are willing to, to pick up new characters and stuff. It was a passion project. It looked like it felt like, you know, um, this to me feels like Sony it's half the amount of time. Um, some of the animation looks like it's like music videos when they take like real footage of people and then just turn them into cartoons. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And like, it just looks weird and wrong. Um, there's a couple scenes Half that ass. I saw where, yeah, like they were just cutting corners intentionally because now the, the train's moving. They got to pump these shits out, you know? Exactly. They just got to get it out there. Who cares what it looks like? Yeah. Quality I'm, over quantity for sure. Not saying, uh, you know, when it or comes quantity to quantity over quantity. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying that it's going to be a shit film, it's going to be written poorly, yada, yada, yada. Uh, it's just giving off Sony vibes where they got a nibble, so now it's time to just crank on that rod, dude. Just yank as hard as you can. Doesn't matter if there's a fish on the end of it or not, just crank. It's something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just like when they got Spider-Man, they gave it to Marvel because they just downtrodden, they didn't know what to do with it, and Marvel just shit out a masterpiece, I guess, you know, in... in, in comparison i guess uh relatively speaking um and then as soon as sony got their hands back on you know spider-man they started pumping out shit at at record pace you know um venom venom 2 uh, morbius you know they're hinting at all these other crossovers and this and that and it's like oh god uh, Sony is incompetent. So <laughs> when they're left to their own devices and they're not just, ah, fuck it, whatever, man, just make whatever you can. If they don't have that mindset, you know, you got to watch out because most likely they're going to be just like Spider-Man four was supposed to be. And what Spider-Man three ended up being, um, you know, was just, a, it was studio involvement. You need more villains. You need more action. You need more CGI, you know, this is what people wanted. So give them more of it. I'm like, no, how about you just give them like just a good story with the same amount of what you had? You know what I mean? Like, why do you have to try to force a banger? You know what I mean? So this one is going to feel a little bit forced for me. I'm still going to go watch it because you know, they're, they're, they're pretty good. I know we just kind of, I, sh I shit on them a little earlier because of the whole, you know, not being inducted into the fucking hall of fame or whatever, but fucking, like fucking hypocrite. Yeah. I mean, it's, I still appreciate the animation, you know, as an artist who has done stop, you know, stop motion when I was a kid. And then at the same time, uh, you know, was doing my whole fucking keyframe animations, 20, 24 frames per second, you know, new ground style animation. I know how fucking hard that is. Like, don't, don't tell me. I don't know how hard, I know how hard that shit is. Uh, so I have a deep appreciation for that. I'm just saying that there are two different vessels for delivering a story. Um, but you know, I'm down, I'm down, I'm down to go see it and, and, and see what it's all about. But I have a feeling that it's going to be a little bit less impactful, uh, than the first one. Uh, I already mentioned that James Gunn denies claims that Matt Reeves Batman is joining the DCU, uh, super Nintendo world opens February 7th coming up here in just a couple months Yay. over at universe studios, Hollywood. I mean, you're the, you're you're on you're you're on site. You're the you're the on site reporting. You're gonna have to go and 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 relay information back for us. I can just imagine what that line is gonna be like when it when it hits. It's it's much like so, um, so. you know, like when you when you go to Disney World or Disneyland and you go into an area, and it's like Batu, right? It's small mm -hmm. for the most part. You know, in the grand scheme of things, it's confined. 
Um, and things are kind of hidden to make it seem bigger than it is. You know what I mean? Um, from what I saw, yeah. the Jap- Jap- uh, the Japan one, like they released one in Japan. Uh, it's super mm-hmm. small, bro. Like you walk through the main door and like you can just see the entire outer like border of this this land. Uh, so how big yeah, it, it is on that mirror the entire the entire area. Yeah. Hey, I mean, hey, if you got a fucking Coca Cola deal where you buy one ticket and you get fucking a year for free a or year free, <laughs> hit that up. Here tell I us, did that a couple of years ago. I that's you just a good deal. How boring Universal Studios is. Yo, shut your mouth. <laughs> Universal is like one of my favorite ones, to be honest. It is boring. It's like, it's, oh, okay. Let's it depends on what you're there for. Like, if you're there for... You want to get motion sick? You want to well, get motion sick? I got you. Like, I like movies. I like film. You know what I mean? So I, I get enjoyment out of seeing sets, uh, backlots. Uh, I like seeing the process. I like seeing props and vehicles and stuff like that. I can spend all fucking day looking at that shit. Like my experience at Batu at like Disney world is mostly just looking at the walls and like appreciating props and shit that they've integrated into the environment. Uh, so that's what universal is. It's about movies. It's about film. It's not really about fucking Mr. Toad's wild ride and shit. Uh, it's about going, having some beer, having some lunch on, on universal city walk or whatever. Um, and then going in there to take the tour and walk around and, maybe catch a, a, an actor here or there doing their thing and chill. You know what I mean? Um, of course it's not going to keep you entertained like all the other ones, but it depends on what you're there for. Um, so Mario Kart is supposed to be a augmented reality powered simulator. <sighs> it's not even like a moving Damn bro. Track. What the fuck? How do you, that's a wasted opportunity. So they're going right to give there. you a visor. You're going to give a visor and you're going to have all this shit popping up on, on a little moving car. I mean, digital world, fantastical. I'll tell you right now, I went to the Autopia or whatever at Disney World, and that thing was ass, bro. Oh my god, the amount of fumes coming out of there because they're all gas powered. Um, <laughs> yeah, they still are over here. They have absolutely no power steering whatsoever. They've been jammed up on the rail so many times that you can't even control the fucking thing. Um, Welcome to 1965. <laughs> basically, they don't go fast at all. You're like snail's pace. So you get one car that's shittier than the other and all the other cars slow down. Um, yeah, I mean, I would, why not just have an actual fucking go-kart track? Like literally like, like over what's that place off of the, what is it? The 91 K one. No, not K one. K one's the indoor dope one. The one that's outdoor. Remember, yeah. I think we've gone, they had like drag race, like the drag race track. They had the F one track. Oh, you're talking track. about, um, you're talking about uh California Speedway or California? It's off the sixty. Is it off the sixty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's it's something else now. They took out the drag strip, but they only have like three tra- two tracks now or two three I tracks. can see the drag strip going, but it was really just, you know, zero sixty. It's boomers like, now. They brought boomers back? Yeah, boomers came back. So boomers okay. took over that, that racetrack. As long as they keep the slick track and the and the regular track, I'm I'm down. The F one track was kind of boring and um the drag racing was very like one dimensional, but they could absolutely just bring back, just have a, a go-kart track, a full blown big ass go-kart track with rainbow road, you know, have some animatronics bopping around when you're zipping around just yeah, on but a you're basic... thinking universal studios though. They don't have a lot of space. Pfft, yeah. 
They have to build it down. And you got to go up and down shit. like six escalators just oh to get to one God, part. That's like the worst part about that shit is that you and have to the literally climb a mountain. And then the fucking escalators in the world. Yeah. And then there'll be like downs. You have to use stairs. It's, yeah. That's pretty fucked. <laughs> My last experience with, with uh, Universe Studios was Fright Night or whatever, their Halloween thing. Uh, and it that's was even most, terrible in itself. It was the most pathetic Halloween Two thing I've line ever weight. seen. Like our our trip to the Queen Mary that one year was better than that fucking Fright Night or whatever I went to at Universal Studios. Um, I've been to previous years where they're solid. You know the 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 mazes were cool. The people like sliding around and banging the ground and shit. The spooky. You know they come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, but this was like pathetic. Like. You had to walk in the middle of the back lot. There's like a hundred feet in every direction, 200 feet in every direction. There's no other attractions. You're just in the middle of the back lot where they plop down some, some really shit, like haphazard, you know, maze and you go through it and it's mm -hmm. four minutes long. And then you have to walk way back. I remember literally got on the, the tram to do the back lot tour. They drove for like three or four minutes and then stopped. And they're like, okay. Get You're going to walk from now on. It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't do walking. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's ass. I get it. And it is universal. It's built on a fucking mountain. So you can't really just like plop down a, a, a go-kart track, but I don't know. I'd like to go for just for like the appeal to see what it's about and like some of the merchandise and stuff, but. I don't think it's going to be all that impressive. I think once you get in there, it's going to feel like you're in like a little closet of, of the entire park and you see what you can see. If you walk in, you look around, you could see everything and you could just walk out. So uh, it is what it is. I mean, but... you get, uh, you could pick up interactive binoculars to discover new dimensional super Nintendo world, or you can pick up a power up band, which you have to buy and helps families keep score and unlock extra special interactions. Uh, that's so it doesn't sound a, like it's going to be very big. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Diagon Alley wasn't either for for Harry Potter, but it's probably the most impressive thing that any park has like ever done. To be honest, the Harry Potter Land for Universal Studios Florida, they have Diagon Alley where you take like a train, you take the Hogwarts Express to Diagon Alley, you get out. It's almost an identical repli replication of Diagon Alley dragon on top of the roof blowing fire uh you could get a wand and you can interact with certain things around the environment yeah. cast spells and move yeah, animatronics dope ass merchandise and shit like that so that's probably the you know in the same vein as what they're going with um all in all i mean you know it's it's better than fucking avatar land at disney world put it that way uh but yeah <laughs> super nintendo world february 17th 2023 coming up here pretty soon uh, you know, if you, if you head on over to it, hop in the comments, let us know what's up. Um, moving on here real quick. Um, you want to hit these actually? Amazon confirms God of War TV series. Another game adaptation. Mm -hmm. From Amazon. Yeah. From Amazon, yeah. You so know, let's, Hammer, let's see. Yeah. Amazon's going pretty deep on the uh, the games and TV series. Mm -hmm. my, uh, my prediction, well, my hope would be uh, Triple H as Kratos. I don't know who you would want to be. Hunter Hearst Helmsley? Yeah, bro. Bro, you're fucking high. Out of your mind if you think Triple H is going to be... <laughs> no, bro. What the fuck? I think he's like 60 right now, but I think... <laughs> that one doesn't even look like Kratos. He doesn't sound like him at all. You're just like... I just like wrestling. 
Um, I forget who I, I forget who I called for, for that role. I think it was, I don't know. I don't want to speak out of turn in that regard. Um, it might've been Jason Momoa. I'm not sure. I yeah. Forget, he was I forget, one of them. I forget who. And, my, uh, who what's his name? Was. Um, ah, what was his name from, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. I was going to say Batista, Batista, but he's, he's, a little yeah, he's one of them. Days. Um, I think it was I think it was uh Jason Momoa that I I my main suggestion was but I don't know just any anybody that looks like the character I mean the thing is that they're going to do if they're going to he doesn't look like him <laughs> if they're going to do God of War I mean there's so many other story plots that happened before these most recent games you know what I mean back when he was the God of War he was out with his fucking chain blades and slicing up gods and shit you know what I mean just right bloodthirsty you know so i mean there there's room to grow uh you don't get that whole compassionate story plot until these last two games when he's older um but i mean amazon's got money and amazon has made some decent shit in the past one that comes to mind is uh what is it man of the high castle Mm -hmm. yeah the man of the high castle i mean it got a little weird towards the end but that was a pretty solid uh, series, um, you know, I open up Amazon and there's, there's stuff on there that I'll watch, you know, Invincible is, is pretty decent. Uh, but I mean, if they drop, if they drop big dick with, with Warhammer and it comes out solid, I mean, they got the fucking money to make a God of War come off solid too. You know what I mean? So, uh, they got the I mean, moolah. They, they do well with the boys. So, I mean, the boys is solid. Yeah, for sure. I totally forgot about that. Actually. That's one of the best bit of television in recent years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think like Breaking Bad is where you stop when you go like recent years, you know, so it's like from Breaking Bad to now, what is good? Um, because it really hasn't been maybe Righteous Gemstones, you know, <laughs> have you finished that yet? I haven't. I haven't yet. I'm uh, still working gotta, on it. Nah, you got to go get back on that. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's hilarious. <laughs> What's this idiot streamer belittle stream regular for mentioning her mother died in oh, his chat. Yes. I forget the streamer's name. I wrote this on here. I don't know if you've heard about this. Uh, but some ditch it streamer with like 50 viewers. He's kind of the mood where he's like, he's talking to everybody. He's all like, you know, amped up and shit. Some chick comes in, some regular on his stream. And he's like, she's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, like, what the fuck? Where you been? You know, like I haven't seen you in X amount of days. Like what's going on? And she's like, oh, you know, I've been kind of having a rough time. My, my mom passed away. And instead of saying anything reasonable, he said, hey, you know what? That's just not cool for you to say that shit in my stream. Like, we don't have, you know, drama dumping in my, in my chat and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, if you got like personal things to say, you know, just say that. Just say like, oh, you know, I was dealing with some personal issues and move on. You don't have to like bring down the stream with your own personal bullshit and blah, blah, blah. Like, He's like just a complete ass when it came to this shit. You know what I mean? So uh, I wrote that in there. I forgot. <laughs> I mean, for you to read that one, that was going to be one that. that yeah, I that was. Um, we found the bodies. That's that's the Twitch streamer. Oh my god. We found the bodies. Who replied to Miss Nerdy Curvy? Yeah. Who and, chimed in when she's like, "Hey, I haven't seen you for a while," and she's like, "Yeah, my mom died," and he's like, "No." Nah. Yeah, there was no 100%. reasonable, like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, or, oh, yeah, you know, that sucks, blah, blah, blah. It's like, and then send a whisper. Don't bring like, down my stream, bro. Yeah, it was really like, <laughs> for anybody else here, you're like, I'm not ragging on you, but for anybody else here that wants to, like, drama dump and blah, 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 trauma dump is what they say. Um, God damn. He then went to go, like, apologize, like, oh, yeah, it was kind of a dickish move in typing. 
And then he went and made like a video and the video was like him doubling down and be like, yeah, I'm sorry about what I said, but you know, and then it was like him just rehashing everything he said in a way that he thought was more reasonable, but it was just as dickish. Uh, so that guy's getting shit on. Uh, he had a bump in viewers, but they're like hate viewers. So I'm, I'm not sure how much longer that guy's going to sustain a viewership on Twitch because it'll be if, canceled soon. I bet you it's, it's more of like, it's like, you know, like, like street rules you know what i mean like they're just gonna like pelt this dude with tomatoes until he like just just castigates himself from fucking the twitch uh you know community because just i mean i totally understand that too i I completely understand that um it's really fucked up like streamers big streamers are having fun haha oh my god they're having like this cool thing and then all of a sudden they get a donation that's that's like tts right text to speech and it's like Hey, you know, oh, hey, Summit, you know, I really enjoy your streams. and I really want to let you know that, you know, I had a really tough month this, this, this year that, you know, both my mom died and my dog died and like my girlfriend left me and I lost my job, you know, and I've contemplated this and this and, you know, watching your streams like really makes me like get my mind off of things. And I really want to say, I appreciate it, you know? And it's like, don't fucking say that. Like, don't say that. Like, don't. That is trauma dumping. You know what I mean? Like there's absolutely yeah. no reason for you to like say that to that person. Like obviously Summit in, in that particular case would be like, Hey man, I'm glad you glad I could help. It really sucks to hear that, man. You know, you take it easy and you know, on. sit down and <laughs> enjoy the stream and just kind of take your mind off it. And then he goes back yeah. to his game and shit. But from a, a streamer's perspective, it's fucked. Like you just don't do it. It's, it's bad. Well, you bring down the vibe of the whole stream. Now, you bring down the like, vibe oh, of the whole stream. Video games, and then some guy comes in with some traumatic shit. Yeah. You know, hey, my like... dog just got hit by a fucking car outside, but I came inside to donate instead. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> thanks for the dono, bro. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the dono. Bro. Like, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I think it, it is. It is a thing. It's called trauma dumping and like all that shit. But this guy to fifty viewers, get the fuck off it, bro. You're you're nothing in the grand scheme of things. And it is true. Like once you hit like those viewers you're in a different league, you know, you're in a top percentage because it's incredibly common for small streamers to just not have viewers at all mm -hmm. um, for extensive amounts of time. So when you have 50 viewers, for some reason you, you bump up and you just think that you're, you're as big as, as lyric or XQC <laughs> as or, doc. Yeah. Or doc <laughs> or whatever. Like you're not bro. you like, you got a small community that you need to cherish and you need to like pamper to help them. Yeah help you grow you know grow what I mean? you exactly don't tell them to fuck off Use because them. they told you your mom died. <laughs> what the fuck like yeah. is simpleton shit this guy's a fucking idiot like this is an absolute fucking dipshit um jesus uh twister getting a sequel for some reason <laughs> why it's being called it's gonna be called <laughs> hold <Twisters. on>. <laughs> <laughs> i mean what the fuck i don't even hold like, on to your seats people so i mean there were there were two twisters in the first one so now it's probably gonna be like four twisters you know what i mean like <laughs> and and they're called twisters they and come back there's four of them yeah and... they're coming back for retribution they're like smacking their like fists and they in come in <laughs> It's like interdimensional cable, you know, it's, just, <laughs> yeah. it's two brothers and, yeah. and their armada. They, they, they turn into <laughs> twisters and they, they hit the Kansas to, to wreak and they havoc. Hit, and, then, then they become four. And, <laughs> yeah. Multiple <laughs> twisters, mega twisters. Yeah, yeah. And there's three cows now flying in the air instead of one. <laughs> my, 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 my tweet to that was like, this is not needed. <laughs> this is not needed. Don't you dare, bro. Like that's the movie that doesn't need to exist. And, the technology behind like weather weather patterns and and 
and all that shit is is a lot different. We got satellites now that can beam down to like people's fucking like you know. Yeah, you're gonna have a Dorothy one and, and Dorothy two in the back of the truck still trying to throw up in the air. All clunky and fucking <laughs> huge. God, like Jesus, like just what? Now the solution is drones. You just send a fucking drone up there, and it's, it's and you know what away. happens to the drone once it hits the what the the air path? It just goes, zip, it's just yep, gone. gone. And then it turns, <laughs> and then it turns into its own twister. And it joins, it that's, joins the, the, that's the second <gasps> and fourth twister. Oh my god, that's it. Yeah. Oh my god, so they're making another one. It's going to be fucking a waste of time. That's uh, straight to video or straight to. Straight I lo- I have a, a a deep appreciation for that film because it was the shit growing up, and uh, yeah. I, they don't need to make another one. They don't not yeah. not like twenty twenty five years later. Fuck's wrong. <laughs> exactly. Were you gonna have the same people? <laughs> I mean, was that they, Bill Paxton? Bill Paxton, yeah. And, uh, I remember and, uh, when I caught my first twister. He's gonna be in like a wheelchair and shit. He just gets sucked <laughs> up. <laughs> It'd be like the, the twister scene from fucking uh, Man of Steel and shit, where the dad is like, where Jonathan Kent's like, no, let me die. And he just gets let sucked me. up. And, uh, he just does that Jesus pose while he gets sucked up. <laughs> Later. <laughs> uh, next one on here, Tomb Raider series. Uh, Crystal Dynamics has partnered with Amazon Games. Uh, Amazon it's not it's, it it's, it's not a series. They should, though. It's not a series, uh, it's games. So they're going to be now being produced by Amazon Games instead of f- who, I forget. Uh, Crystal Dynamics, if I'm not mistaken, just recently picked up that. I know we talked about Crystal Dynamics about something at one point, but yeah, um, they got Tomb Raider and, and they're going to be making use of it. But Tomb Raider, I'd mentioned it in the past. If you come across those games, try them out. They're really good. Uh, next one on here, Dwayne Johnson was offered a cameo in Shazam 2 and declined. No. Yeah, so he is a side bitch character, not him, but Black Adam is a side bitch character of Shazam. Um, you know, he is his evil villain twin type thing, not necessarily, but in the in the the power struggle, you know, Black Adam is also in that same. He was gifted the powers from the same people. He just went bad. He's the anti Shazam. You know, what I mean, they they fight, and um, you know to. To now retrospectively look at Black Adam, to to understand that the only thing Rock did was put on the suit. He didn't he didn't use any prosthetics. He didn't have any. He didn't have Black Adam eyebrows. He didn't have the pointed ears. He didn't have the the widow peaked hair. Uh, that's indicative of this. It character. was the Rock in a suit. It was literally the Rock <laughs> in the suit. He spoke he spoke a foreign language for I think one word. And then just spoke American English for the rest of the film. No effort whatsoever to actually be Black Adam. He just wanted to have a movie. Uh, he wanted to have his place and he wanted to have his badass slow motion scenes. Uh, to then hear that, you know, he was offered a cameo in an actual Shazam film and declined. Like, it's just, it solidified it for me. I was like, this dude doesn't give two flying fucks about any of this no, shit. He made he his just, money and he went about. He just wanted money and he wanted to be like, cool part of that you know i could do it they uh had a breakthrough in fusion energy Uh, i don't know if you heard about this but they were able to recreate uh actual fusion like the uh the sun right like how the sun perpetuates power Uh, basically it people keep referring to it as like an infinite money hack where you know they they do something to trigger a reaction and the reaction itself gives back twice as much energy. So they're, they're working on it. You know what I mean? This is like the ultimate way of getting away from 
any other type of, of, of energy needs, you know, fossil fuels, even electricity, that type of thing, or electric. Um, I don't know. I just think at some point we're fucking with shit that we're not going to be able to handle. Yeah, I mean, if, if it'd be a hydrogen collider, uh, hydron collider in, in Switzerland, that would be the one. Um, God knows what the fuck happened. <laughs> like, it's, that in itself is, is a very, like, iffy, like, they just built that thing. They didn't, they didn't really, like, see if it was cool to do that. They just built this gigantic ring under a country. Um <laughs> And it was just like we're gonna fire, we're gonna fire like protons at each other and see what happens. See what happens. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> we like, don't know what's gonna happen. You know, it could be the end of the time. But and, I mean, there's like there's some, and you know, we're not gonna get into like the whole conspiracy and like you know all this weird shit. But there's been things said by that crew of people, as well as like uh, people that that manufacture and operate like D wave computers. Um, and they get a lot of talk about like alternate universes and shit. And, you know, there's, there's murmurs of what could, you know, the potential of, of uh, doing things with just humankind, like the, the, the negative effects of humankind time and space by, by doing what they're doing. Um, it's very interesting. So like, it, yeah, I mean, this could be the whole like Spider-Man two thing where, they make the fucking sun and then it just starts sucking everything into it. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> so, that either create yeah. a black hole or we open a gateway to hell or something. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> have no idea. Um, fusion energy though. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if we have it, then there's no limit to, to what we can achieve as, as humans and shit. So, uh, interesting developments. However, we're still like years and years and years and years and years away from getting any type of relative benefit out of it because it still requires way more energy than you need like actually want to use to trigger it you know what i mean so until they find a way i think it's like at one percent effectiveness right now so it's like very 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 low in terms of like being able to utilize it but uh, they were able to recreate fusion inside a laboratory it was like the first time in like decades and decades so uh, there was that advancement i mean i'm not I'm not a fucking nuclear physicist, so I, don't, I can't get into the details of it. <laughs> it's uh, science. But yeah, just type in, you know, fusion energy, type in, you know, click the news tab and, and check out some of the new stuff that's going on with it. It's very interesting. Um, you know, if you want to hear smart people talk, and, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. So uh, if you don't got anything else, we can wrap it on up here. Uh, just real quick, Microsoft uh, didn't really show anything during the Game Awards. So be prepared by early 2023, Microsoft should be having their showcase and showing their uh their one-off games like uh forza and uh forza horizon 5 and forza 8 mm, exclusive um yeah so those should be coming up and see more games since um a lot of people were saying that playstation was basically blowing them out of the water during that whole thing that was another one that i got into on the twitter account was a bunch of the the, the ps5 they call them sony ponies uh, that, okay, no, I'm not. Yeah, good thing I have both <laughs> both consoles because then I could actually say that I'm not biased to one yeah, particular I'm, one, I'm, and I would never be considered player. a Sony pony. <laughs> yeah, Let's fuck out of here. <laughs> so, like, um, they they're hyper focused and tunnel vision on exclusive. And my whole thing with it was, you've had Xbox who very very upfront when when stating we're not going to be focusing on exclusives, we're going to be focusing on on you know accessibility. Uh, and in that time, you know, you have Sony who's been chugging along, very happy about their sales of their console that they spend money to make. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, and they got God of War and they got all these other, you know, the handful of, of worthwhile exclusives. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I had mentioned it on, on Twitter and, and, and in previous shows, they have flanked Sony. Right. We got like a flank type. It's like Jurassic Park and shit. Clever girl, you know, like that type of shit. Um, While they were looking right at up front, you know, tunnel vision on exclusives. Xbox has encircled Sony where Samsung TVs have Xbox cloud built in. You got every PC has been converted into an Xbox because of the Xbox app um, that can just as easily carry over save data to your console. If you had one, if not. You got a plethora of games on Game Pass to get and a game, uh, an Xbox store to purchase your games and keep track of. And the um, remote play is just more smooth. It's a little bit more smooth, yeah. You got people that are trying to be like, oh, well, cloud gaming just isn't as, as responsive for games like Call of Duty and shit like that. True. You know, so it's like I'm, I'm over here looking at it. It's like they made um, peripherals for people that are, are, are handicapped and they let more people play video games. Uh, you have, uh, you know, uh, mobile integration. You got them working with Discord and Nintendo. Uh, you got them spreading out, right? Mm-hmm. All this time, their roots have been spreading out uh, like a like a fungi, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's under so the surface. And blinders. Just... Yep. Just focusing on, on exclusives and consoles, yep. exclusives and consoles. Spider-Man 2. But, but now you got Xbox with all their little roots like encircling Sony and all they got to do is, is actually hit it off on exclusives and they got the money to waste time doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Sony has had, I mean, uh, Xbox has had decent exclusives in the past. Doesn't mean that it's a console seller. Um, Sony likes to buy properties and lock in properties and stuff that they know will make them money. Uh, they'll probably never let go of, 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 uh, Spider-Man, which is why I probably hate Sony just flat out. I just hate Sony. Um, not PlayStation. Cause I mean, I own a PlayStation and then, you know, I'll, I'll buy Playstations in the future and shit. But, um, Sony as a company, like they're just so fucking shady. Like they're just such a, a gross company. Like they make shit films like Warner brothers. Uh, they hang on to important and notable properties and produce crap through them just like Warner brothers. Um, you know, so I have like a, an open disdain for Sony in particular, but what I see is that Xbox has, they've, they've bided their time. They survived the, uh, the whole process of, of the, the transitional phase of the new consoles. Uh, and they've implemented their console into a vast array of, of, of different outlets that negates the console manufacturing fees which is what makes these companies lose money. So now you have Sony who requires you to buy their 500 to $600 console, which mm-hmm. I saw the first one out in the wild uh, day for yesterday. <laughs> woo, woo. No, really? Yep. Um, after two and a half fucking years or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, you have, you have uh, Sony who requires you to buy those consoles to play their games. And that's what they're, that's what they're banking off of, right? Like, yep. and then once you have their console, it's the only console you need and the only console you'll use. Uh, Microsoft, on the other hand, is like, eh, let's just put our console into other things. And we'll take advantage of the casual gamers, the ones who Man, hop they on raise and the play. prices on their console. Who? Uh, Xbox. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you got the chip shortage and, and all that shit. Yeah, exactly. So that's, so, that's but, I mean, like you're saying, you don't need necessarily the console. So yeah. you just get a, a Game Pass 
and yeah. just hop on whenever you want to. And, wherever and you're at. I'm sure at some point they're going to be like people that have gaming rigs like myself, um, you know, being able to output your PC gaming to TVs throughout your house simply and have console level, um, you know, functionality in terms of like responsiveness and, and latency and stuff like that's going to come. Right. Cause I have the other way I can, I can, I can transmit my console to my PC and I can play my console via my PC. Mm-hmm. So at some point they're going to have it to where you can transport, you know, transmit your, uh, your gameplay on your con on your desktop to any TV in your house, especially if they're Samsung and stuff. Right. So like, right. That's where they're at. And, uh, I see this as like, Oh shit. <laughs> like they're about to get jumped. Like yeah, exactly. Sony's about to get fucking jumped, dude. And, like they don't even see it coming. You know, it's like the prison yard and shit, you know, like they're all, like, and I think that's why they're holding on to Activision so hard is, you know, yeah, they're, they're desperate. They know. Yeah. And there's like, I mean, how much more do you need? They're like, bro, we'll give you, 10 year agreement to to for sure let you sell the games you could even put that shit on your on your monthly subscription plan like we don't give a yeah. fuck we don't give call, a fuck call of duty's dying anyways it's yeah. nobody wants to play it anymore it's just the hype that's all behind it the one people play is the free one right <laughs> the yeah one exactly Everyone, yeah people don't even go out and buy the actual you know gameplay of it or the actual game to to play the campaign or anything yeah um so yeah, that's the whole deal with that is that is that you know they got their blinders on, they tunnel vision, and they've been encircled. They've been they've been flanked uh, by by Microsoft, and Microsoft Microsoft has all the money in the world to just let it ride out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a boa constrictor. They've wrapped themselves around, and now they're going to start squeezing, and they can just keep squeezing until that rat dies. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And like that's what they're gonna do. Like they can play it out. And then you got these Sony fanboys, the Sony ponies, who are just like, "Well, but exclusives this. Oh, what about God of War? Oh, the Xbox. Yeah, they're all great games. Solid exclusive in years. Look what they did to 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 Halo. It's true. Fuck them. But like you know, it's like like what's what's stopping them from being like, okay, now we're good to go. We're going to double down on exclusives. We're going to give, you know, this company, this company, and this company, all the money in the world. We got the license for this. We got the license for this. And we got the license for this. Go and make AAA games that'll sell Xbox to the casual player. And like, that's all they need to do. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. it's like, I got a, I got an Xbox built into my TV. I got one built into my PC. Like, why do I really need to go buy a $600 PlayStation just to play God of War? Like, do I really need to play God of War that bad? It's like me with with Spider-Man. My favorite game on, on the face of the earth, Spider-Man. All the way back to N64, uh, Spider-Man. It's always been Spider-Man. Um, Arkham's nice. I love Arkham. But really, it's Spider-Man. The, the, the swinging and, and the fighting and all that stuff, I love it. It's like right up my alley. It's my shit. Um, it wasn't enough to convince me to buy a console. You know what I mean? Like I got my PS4 from like sister-in-law, you know, it's like I had a PS4 at one point, but I sold it cause I got everything I needed out of it. Uh, and then better games released later. And it's like, eh, I kind of wish I still had it, but it wasn't enough for me to go and buy another one again. You know what I mean? Um, and if people are sitting casual players who only got about half hour to an hour a day, if that to play a game for a little bit, why the fuck are they going to go and buy a $600 console when they could just open up the app on their TV and play fall guys for a fucking half hour or 
you know, Forza or whatever, like they're going to do that. Bro. They don't have <laughs> to fight for that. the, uh, they don't have to fight for it. You know, they don't have to yeah. go to Walmart and go look for one. They don't have to go. I, I, I was standing in front of that. I took a picture and target has shit service. So I was waiting for it. I took a picture and I sent it to, to the, the wife and, and sister-in-law. And then I was like waiting for that picture to go through so that I can, you know, send an appropriate GIF to go along with it to make it funny. And, um, <laughs> some soccer moms walked up like they found the, the PlayStation aisle <laughs> and I'm standing in front of the only PlayStation five disc version that I've, I've, I've ever seen in, in the wild. I mean, I'm, I know there's, they've been popping up recently. Um, but there, I, out of the corner of my eyes, I saw how fucking big their eyes got. Like, that's how bad it was. And they did that awkward thing where like the one chick was on the phone and then the other lady was like, I'm going to look at everything in this area, except for the console that you're standing in front of. Like, I'm going to pretend I give a shit about the PlayStation five controller that's sitting <laughs> next to the console where I'm looking down at it. When in reality, I'm side eyeing this console to make sure it's the one that little Timmy wants for Christmas. And like, they were sweating fucking bullets just because I was standing there for like three minutes. I took a picture of it and I was sending the, 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 the you know, the gif to, to my wife and shit, just like a fainting and shit. Like, Oh my God. Um, where like they had to do this whole awkward like thing where they like walked away but stayed in the general area until I left. <laughs> like it was just like you know that's just how it is. Like that's yeah that's that's the struggle you know. I was having to fist fight yeah. some soccer moms for a fucking PS Five. <laughs> it's uh, the Turbo Man of this year, bro. Yeah, the the fucking <laughs> uh, the Furby the and shit. Man. <laughs> uh, the fucking Tickle Me Elmo and shit. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's it for me this week. You got anything else you want to throw on there? I'm good. Uh, that is it for today. Quite a bit there. It's going to be like a two hour long show. I'm not going to edit too much out because fuck that shit. And like I said, with the <laughs> new uh, season coming up, we're probably not going to do one next week, um, which is Christmas Eve. Um, probably not going to do one the week after that because that's New Year's Eve. Uh, spend time with the family and I don't want to really burn any time on, on New Year's Eve, you know, recording some bullshit. So, so divert to the, the Twitter and the discord and we'll have some, you know, the articles feeding through even on Christmas day, I'll be sitting there, uh, you know, scrolling through and, and chilling with family, eating all that good shit and retweeting all the good shit. Maybe we'll do a, a list of our personal number ones or something. Yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll, we'll record something like tonight or something. Uh, I'm all hopped up on using XD, so I'm not sure if I could pound beers. Probably not. <laughs> um, you know. Um, uh, next year we're going to, and I say next year, but in a couple weeks when season <laughs> two starts, better. I mentioned it, we're going to try to do some type of intro diddly, um, you know, have more of a consistent nature to how things are comprised. Uh, you suggested we move free games to like the end of the show. So right about now is when we'll go over the free games and discounts and shit that you can get. Um, try to just head off right into the show. We'll do like a little, uh, pre pre cap or I guess like pre cap recap, you know, or we'll say, you know, this week's show, we'll talk about this, 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 and then just kind of segue into the shows themselves. Um, I'm, we're going to do some commentaries for like movies. We'll watch like stupid movies that we personally enjoy. And Tammy and the T-Rex, <laughs> we might have to pull out Tammy and the T-Rex. I've never seen it. You um, never seen it. Oh, you, you know. gotta see it now. Uh, you know, we'll do like super bad. We'll do like fucking like waiting. We'll do like grandma's boy and be like, 
retrospectively, how do these movies hold up, you know, for our own <laughs> sense of humor? Because back in the day, we thought great. those things were fucking hilarious. But, <laughs> uh, you know, certain things now I watch and it makes me like cringe. Um, you know, so we'll do some commentary. We'll do that for the like the Patreon. Um, you know, that's not going to be like a consistent thing. I might do some animation, like some rough animation where we have like cartoon versions of ourselves in different poses to mimic like our speech patterns during the show to give it a little more liveliness. Probably sometime throughout the year, we'll flip on the, the uh, webcam. Really that's, that's based on editing. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to do it to where I'm editing, you know, five seconds here and 20 seconds there. And like the, the image is getting all fucked up because we're, flickering around so we got to get more a little, little more comfortable and fluid and having a half hour hour show where we're we're just talking and we're not having to worry about retakes and stuff like that which i mean we don't have to do very often anyways but you know if i gotta go run and take a piss and shit you know it's like what are we gonna <laughs> do um but yeah season two starts i think it's january 7th i think is when we said and uh we'll we'll be back then we'll see what we can do about a christmas episode mm-hmm. coming harder and bigger yeah coming super super <laughs> horde um, being other typical, uh, on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at nerd chatter show. Um, you know, we haven't streamed on kick, but you know, it's nerd chatter over there. Um, did live streams on YouTube. Um, we don't have a handle on that one, but you know, you're probably either listening to it on there uh, or you can just go and, you know, search the, the description of the uh, podcast and we'll have a link to that as well. Or you go to the website and that was nerdchatter.com. Uh, you can find the Nerd Chatter podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, including Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere else. Uh, we got the Discord that I mentioned where we got the free games app or the bot cycling in free games from the week. So it's nice and easy and in one spot. Also a bot that's collecting the retweets and tweets that we do on Twitter, uh, kind of spreading the, the news and, and keeping everybody up to date and all that stuff. So check that out. Links for that are in the description. Like I mentioned, we are going to be doing more focus on the Patreon with some commentary tracks, which I think will just be funny to pop pop some brews and watch some movies and be stupid and shit. Uh, got to kind of comprise how we're going to do that with like, you know, playing the actual v- movie. Like we can't really do that. You know what I mean? So like how, how are we going to have it to where, you know, we make sure that people are watching it at the same time and. You know, it's it's going to take some some due diligence, but we'll we'll see what's up. We'll find the loopholes. Yeah, uh, Lucas, appreciate you being here, my friend. Thank you for having me. And uh, we will be back, like I said earlier in the year. We'll may, might do some little extra recording today for the holiday special or whatever, and uh, go from there. So for the end of season one, appreciate y'all being here. You know, tell your friends, your family, all that good shit. Get them in here, and uh, we'll see what's up. All right, you guys take it easy. Late. Later's.